0: Today's episode is about dealing with difficult family members. I wanted to record this episode before many of you are about to spend time with your family. And even if you aren't, there's most likely going to come a point in the future where you will spend time with your family. Family is one of these topics that can be very, very tough in our spiritual journey as it can quickly bring us back into a state of unconsciousness, feeling disconnected from ourselves, falling into old patterns of pleasing, over-explaining ourselves, re-evoking old anger and resentment within us, whatever it is. In today's episode, I will reveal the wisest and from my perspective, most powerful approach to dealing with your family so you can protect your energy and do not fall back into old patterns when you spend time with your family or they get in contact with you. And it's not just about learning to protect your energy and not falling into old patterns. This also is in alignment with having the best relationship that you can have with your family. Welcome to the Masculine and Feminine Dynamics Podcast. My name is Lorin Krenn and I'm a relationship coach. I help you to embody your awakened masculine and feminine in relationships and life. Let's dive in. First of all, we need to understand that in our family, we played a specific role. And we might still be playing this role when we fall into it energetically. This is why it is called family dynamics. And there are, is even a whole field, very interesting, called family constellation. So we are, whether we want it or not, we played our role to perfection of whatever our role was in that dynamic and for many of us that role was an unconscious role a role we don't we did not want to play trying to appease everyone whatever role it is it could be trying to appease everyone over explaining yourself trying to get seen by certain people Whatever it is, we played a certain part of that dynamic. And what happens when we are in an unconscious dynamic is that it takes energy from us. It doesn't allow us to be in our authentic power. It limits us to this kind of unconscious play and dynamic that we are in. And you've been playing this role to perfection for many years. That is why it is so deeply ingrained in you. And we believe that we escape this role when we move out. That is why often there is this deep desire to move away, to bring distance between you and your family, even if it's a very healthy family dynamic, even when they love you. This distance is necessary in order to get out of that role that you played in a dynamic in order to truly find your authentic self and your authentic role in this world. Because in family dynamics, that role has been defined for you. Whereas when you go into the world, you create that for you, which is, of course, authentic and truthful. So even though when we bring distance to our family, when we create our own lives and create our own family, that still doesn't mean that we have entangled ourselves energetically from that unconscious dynamic that we find ourselves in with family. And I believe many of you know what I'm talking about because you might be really feeling really great in your spiritual journey in every area or most areas of your life and then you go back to family or to specific family members and boom you fall into these unconscious patterns you start to over explain yourself you try to appease them you try them to see you for who you are but they're not seeing you it's getting you activated you no longer feel like yourself you disconnect from yourself when that happens it shows that there is still something energetically that needs to be released that you need to unchain yourself from Um, and that of course takes a lot of work because all of this is very unconscious another point is and as harsh as this sounds usually our family are not people we would necessarily choose as friends or as our inner circle right now this might sound harsh but there it's really actually not that harsh It's your family. You haven't chosen. Well, some people say the soul chooses family. But in this life, consciously, uh, right now, you haven't chosen your family, right? You came into this life. And later on, you might realize that many of your family members do not share the same spiritual views as you. And you realize that they might have not been the people that you thought they were when you were a little child, because there was a whole different dynamic. So, this is very important to realize that our family is not the circle. The conscious circle we have chosen around us when we have, have, have done some deep healing and really found our path and who we want to surround ourselves with. So often they don't resemble our values. Actually, they couldn't be more different than us, most likely. And that in itself is neither good or bad, because if you're waiting for your family to to understand you and see you exactly as you are, you might be waiting your whole life because they might never. Let's talk about this later because that in itself is something that we need to free ourselves from, having expectations that our family or certain family members will see ourselves. So here comes already the conflict, right? Because as children, we saw them in a different light and now we are met with this resistance, we are met with maybe realizing that they do not support us unconditionally. They do not accept and love us unconditionally. We we feel their judgments. And you will most likely feel that with specific family members much more. That's why this episode is specifically about dealing with your family in general, but specifically, of course, with those who are very difficult. Because those who are very healthy, there is not much to deal with that anyway, because it's healthy. <laughs> so specifically those difficult family members, what's happening? Happening is that you might be met with a lot of resistance. There might even be jealousy, specifically between siblings, but this could be with any family member. So there, there can really be this sense of jealousy. And that can even feel as a sort of betrayal for you because you have spent all this time with that person, you love them so deeply, and now they seem to be the opposite of what you thought they were. It's almost like you had all these ideas of how they are. And then you spend a few years away from your family. You create your own path. You go back and you realize, whoa, they're actually not the person I thought they were. And they might actually not accept me for who I am. And they're actually not seeing me. And they might even be jealous. And there might even be resistance. They might even try to play me down. Their shadow might be very activated with me. And that in itself is important. You need to come to this place where you're confronted with reality, so to speak. Because as children, we create these ideas and fantasy worlds. But as you grow up, you start to realize this world is not real. Or it's not real, but that it's just a bit romanticized. And now you see it in a different way, in a clearer way, almost like with fresh eyes, the eyes of a conscious being, which leads us to the first step into really learning to deal with difficult family members specifically. Where are you still trying to be seen by them? By your parents, by a specific family member. And what behavior, energy and dynamics do you engage in as a result of that? What behavior, energy you go in and dynamics as a result of wanting to be seen by this specific family member who's not seeing you. So you might, for instance, you might come to the conclusion that you will still want to be seen by your mother, brother, sister, whatever. And as a result of that, you over-explain about why you do what you do, your decisions. And in that oversharing, you breathe shallow. You feel like a child energetically, it is immensely draining to you. What's happening is that that inner child inside you is still in that dynamic of wanting to be seen by them, wanting them to understand you. But that is not a healthy dynamic because that gives that person power over you. Now, let's go deeper into this. Most likely, they're not wanting to exert power over you unless they're highly abusive. We're going to talk about this as well, right? That is a... that. that changes things significantly but there is a difference right between highly abusive we had this episode about toxic relationships you might want to listen to that after this one (sighs) this is a perfect example of falling back into old patterns energetically falling into the same role you played as a child potentially so now you need to become ultra present and aware in order to not fall into that no matter how strong you feel the pull is And this leads us to the harsh truth that we need to adopt and perhaps the most important thing in order to deal with difficult family members. And that is they, if there are several ones or that one person, will perhaps never fully see me for who I am. And that is okay. You can say it with me. They might never see me for who I am. And that is okay. Because you know what? It has to be okay. Because if it's not okay, then you're going to suffer. That doesn't mean you put up with it and you don't set boundaries, which we are going to talk about in a second, but you have to release that. You have to release that part inside you that wants to be seen by them. Otherwise, you give their shadow power over you. And this is a dynamic that drains you because it's not in alignment it's not where you are in your power. You disconnect from your power when you are in these shadow dynamics. So this in itself releases the burden and the expectation. And when you embody this energy, your energy is naturally more protected. And you're no longer visiting or speaking to them and trying to get a need met. You engage from and relate from a totally different place. Unless it's highly abusive, then you might unfortunately have to cut contact in some extreme cases forever. In some other cases, um, it just means really keeping them at a distance. But hopefully that won't be the case for most of you. For many of you, it would just be a difficult dynamic. And by you stepping into that, you change that dynamic and you naturally have then stronger boundaries and your energy is protected. Which also leads us to the second harsh truth. With family, you relate in a different way than with your inner circle and your beloved. Hopefully, to start with this, with your inner circle and beloved, you can really share your deepest heart without being shamed, without being ridiculed, without being judged, without being taken advantage of in some capacity, right? But that vulnerable sharing of your deepest heart, might not be safe at all in your family. And that doesn't necessarily mean that then you can't have a relationship with them. But again, your family might not be on a spiritual journey. They might still be the same person they were when they were 16 years old. Their spiritual development stopped when they were at a specific age, which is not a judgment. It's just what happens when you don't work on yourself. These patterns only get worse worse and worse, and the negativity accumulates and more emotional pain accumulates and gets projected. That's why it gets increasingly difficult to family members because often what happens is that they are so trapped in their unconsciousness that it just accumulates and gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And the more spiritually aware we become, the more we sense that out of alignment and challenging energy. So you really have to ask yourself, is this a safe place to share my deepest heart and in most cases i'm gonna tell you already it will not be and that is okay to a certain degree what do i mean by that well Your family members are most likely not highly evolved spiritual beings who can hold your challenges, your pain, your deepest vulnerability and fragility with great nuance, without judging you, giving unsolicited advice or judging your partner. This goes specifically into the danger of oversharing because oversharing about your life When other people's shadows are strong, activated, and they're very identified with them, will often lead to their shadow getting active and then eliciting power over you in some shape or form, instilling doubts within you, and potentially even leading you down the wrong path, making you consider choices that are out of alignment. So this goes specifically about sharing about your relationship. Now, if your relationship is abusive, get help, seek help as quickly as possible. This doesn't apply. But if you have a great relationship, if you're deeply in love and you work for certain wounding, which is naturally in every relationship or challenges, it's part of it because no matter how deeply you love a person, you also are in relationship with their wounding. You're wounding in relationship with their wounding. That's not the expression of who you both truly are at a soul level, but it's something you both will trigger, expose and are meant to work through because the path is evolution through Union, evolution, not just intimacy and pleasure, but evolution. And when you then start to overshare about these things with family members who can't hold that nuance and see you for who you truly are, then they will say things that will just feel really out of alignment. And if you have experienced this, you will notice yourself really not feeling good. They might judge your beloved. They might do this and that. And it's... It's not necessarily again because they're bad people. It's just about seeing things clearly as they are. They are not highly evolved spiritual beings. <laughs> so, in the rare cases, unless you've got a family of highly evolved shamans, or it doesn't have to be a shaman, could be anything, right? Even then, it might not work. But it, it's just very, very rarely that the family, specifically with all the unconscious dynamics and shadows at work here, It's just not going to work. This doesn't mean don't share anything and just be secretive or anything. No, no. But it means keep boundaries around what you share and how much access they have to your most intimate inner world and challenges. You are no longer a child. You don't need to explain to them every single challenge and what you're going through. You just don't need to. This is something for your closest people who are safe. I'm not saying don't be vulnerable in your life. I'm saying be vulnerable with the right people. Otherwise, you are going to get hurt. It's going to create a dynamic that is deeply, deeply draining you of your energy. And it will just activate people's shadow. So if your family asks you things you don't want to talk about, then you need to set boundaries. And this is where we go into the whole conversation of boundaries. Because this is really how you deal with a difficult family or difficult family members. A uh, member. It's really through having healthy boundaries and asserting yourself. Do you want to go from an internal state of scarcity to creating true abundance in your life? Do you want to transcend painful relationship dynamics to experience the intimacy and connection you truly desire? Then I invite you to join my upcoming Shadow Work in Relationships and Creating Abundance two-part course starting on the 9th of June. The first live call focuses on the shadow work within you to release inner blocks and limitations to create true abundance in your life. The second part focuses on the shadow work in relationships, how you can create the relationship you want. This is for both singles and couples, as shadow work is an internal process deep within you. Click on the show notes or visit lorinkren.com to save your spot today. One of the main boundaries needs to be, specifically when you're in a relationship, when you have a new family, um, your soul family, is that you um, protect them. And this means you don't allow others to kind of interfere with that. Unless, again, it's abusive, you think it's abusive or you feel it's very unhealthy and toxic, then please get help. I'm not sure if getting help from your family is the wisest approach, but really, that's not for me to say, that's only for you. to, to judge in that moment. And if you need that help, then seek it as quickly as possible. But you set a different tone when you are protecting the sacredness of your relationship with your beloved now. But by protecting your relationship from sharing too much about your partner allowing them to infiltrate it establishes a much more healthy dynamic with your family where it's clear that they are not the number one priority but your new family and the way you the things most important to you are off limits people they are not allowed to judge that or to 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 give unsolicitized advice about that that's that's not something that's going to be discussed That's not just what's happening. You're here to honor your time with your family, but not for them to question who you are, what you do, and all of that. That's off limits. And this relates to boundaries in general, keeping healthy boundaries. Don't share what you don't feel comfortable sharing with your family. Don't be always reachable for everything. You don't owe your family. If they guilt trip you around you owing them, that is a wound for them. Yes, of course you want to be loving to your family. Of course you want to give back to them for hopefully all the wonderful things they gave you. But you don't owe your family. And specifically, if they make you feel like you owe them big time, that is very toxic. And you have to keep boundaries and protect yourself fiercely from that, right? Because that's not okay. That is an expression of absolutely conditional love. That's not safe. I'm not saying don't be reachable to your family. But what I'm saying is, you're not here to owe them. You are here, hopefully, to have a great, continue to have a great relationship with them, with very healthy boundaries. And you gain their respect by having these boundaries and by asserting them. And also, this leads us more into the spiritual explanation of family. Family at a spiritual level is often here to test us, to make us aware of where we're still unconscious. So take it as an immensely powerful spiritual training ground for you to remain centered and also to continue to protect your energy. It might be difficult, but yet with healthy boundaries and respecting yourself. You can't have healthy boundaries if you don't honor yourself and respect yourself. But then it won't drain your energy. You will form a new relationship with your family where they see you as a very respectable, clear person who is there, who loves them, but certain things are off limits and there are certain key boundaries. And that naturally draws respect. Now, of course, going into the topic about extremely toxic family members, where it really gets abusive. I don't know the context, so it's very hard for me to speak about this because it's all about context. It's up to you to decide what you do, but you are allowed to cut family out of your life. You don't need to just be with them because it's family because that's toxic you want to be if it's somewhat able to to be in a healthy way it won't be perfect it will never be perfect most likely shadows will be activated but by you going having that approach hopefully it will be in at least in a way that you can protect your energy and you don't feel like you completely lose your ground But if that's not possible at all, then you have to really go at a distance, set perhaps even fiercer boundaries, really have a clear conversation with them that you're not okay with them. The difficult thing here is that when you have a problem with one family member, it might then impact your other family members. So for instance, if it's your brother and you fall out with your brother, it will impact your mother and father if they're still alive and all of that. So this is very, very complicated, which also leads us to the next thing. Pick your battles wisely. Yes, you need to protect your energy, specifically when there is abusive and highly toxic behavior. But still, look at the part within you that might still be trying to change your family. That you want them to see the world the way you see it. You're trying to change them, to reform them to your spiritual views. If possible, keep healthy boundaries and accept them as they are with their limitations. If that is possible, then you will have the best relationship with them. That is possible. It won't be perfect. But that way you're protecting every other relationship in the family as well. And also learning to accept others with their limitations in itself is a profound spiritual practice. Because if you need to change people or tell them or choose a fight with a family member just because they see things differently, then you are just choosing a battle that makes absolutely no sense and will just cause pain for everyone involved only choose a battle when you are forced to. And that is when it's really toxic and abusive and really, really unsafe and just in the realm of where it's not acceptable the way you're being treated. And then, of course, you have to choose that battle because you are forced into it. I would start with very, very direct boundaries, have a clear communication. And if that doesn't lead anywhere, yes, then distance might be the only way to relate to how to relate to that person because they are so trapped in their shadow that they are just sucking so much energy from you and just the mere thinking of them or having even a phone conversation makes you completely ungrounded then yeah that's not going to serve you which also leads us to a difficult topic which is you love your family you love your mother you love your father no matter what they did Because there is naturally that biological love, that archaic love that is naturally there for a daughter with her father, for a daughter with her mother, or for a son with his father and his mother. It's very challenging. Again, don't overshare to really conclude here. Don't overshare. Keep healthy boundaries. Protect your new family and make it clear that you have other priorities and that you don't owe anyone anything. Look at the parts inside you that are Still wanting a certain family member to see you for who you are and release that part. Accept the fact that they might never see you for who you are and be at peace with this. This in itself changes totally your energy and naturally leads also to more respect. It allows you to be in your authentic power. And see your family as a great spiritual training ground where you are really actively practicing to really embody the spiritual teachings at the deepest level. Because if you go totally unconscious with your family, then there is still some embodiment to be done. There are still certain things to heal. And yes, it's one of those toughest places. So see it as that. And also as the practice, if possible, to learn to accept them the way they are. And that really, really, is a profound practice. This way, you no longer engage with all these expectations and this is how it needs to be, you need to see me, none of that. You release the role of a child that you played unconsciously and you establish a new relationship that is so much more empowering, ideally, often, if it works, so much more refreshing, so much clearer, so much more honoring, and that allows you to protect your energy to stay in your power. So if you're seeing family soon, time to practice. Time to practice these things. Not easy, but with time, and hopefully if it's possible, in your family dynamics, you will establish a much more empowering relationship. And if you can't, and if it's absolutely impossible, then release that too. Because yes, you are the cycle breaker. But that doesn't mean you break the cycle for your family it's for you and those who you impact you break the cycle for that and if you have children for your children but you can't do that work for your family and neither is it your responsibility so much learnings here dealing with family so much grounded spirituality here because love deeply but also protect your heart it's a beautiful paradox all serves a purpose we are here to evolve Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you can subscribe to the podcast. This way, you'll get every episode immediately once it comes out on your favorite podcast platform. Now, if you can leave a review, if you enjoy the episodes, of course, if you can leave a five-star review, two seconds, two clicks, boom. And it helps us to really continue providing these in-depth episodes entirely for free. And if you even leave a few words, a little review about what you think about the podcast, this takes it even further. If you share it on your social media or with a friend who you think will benefit from this or any other episode, that means the world to me. The more people we reach, the more I can be in service to you. And we've got free offerings. I really recommend you to um, subscribe to my free newsletter. The link is in the show notes. Or lorinkren.com dot com slash newsletters every Friday you receive really really powerful emails again thank you so much for being here if you are seeing family soon maybe you can take some notes re-listen to the episodes and then really practice these things to really make sure that your relationship with your family is as much spiritually aligned with your path and your heart as possible and remember it's always going to be imperfect most often but that's okay we can except the imperfect. Thank you.